0: I'd like to welcome you to WCPTAM's Out Chicago. Think of us as Sunday brunch with your gay best friends. Now please welcome your host, Scott Duff.
1: And a happy Sunday fun day to everybody out there. Scott Duff here along with Ellen Miller. Good morning. Girl, you just sliding into home. I made there it. I made traffic it. traffic Oh, there. There's,
0: you know, we don't expect construction when, you know, it's, it's supposedly not happening. But there was something going on that was very strange on the Kennedy. That was my yes. But anyway, I'm here. Sweetie, I know you made, I made it.
1: it. You made it. We're very excited <laughs> I'm that I'm you're I'm excited,
0: here. too. <laughs> I broke a few laws on the way to get here. But I'm here and for that's the That's all of the
1: right. Show. Just hope you didn't get those cameras.
0: Did the cameras? Not on the expressway. Oh, uh, okay. When that finally oh, on opened the up, I was were. like, zoom. zoom.
1: There we go. Come on, zoomy zooms. It's good to be here. Yeah, there we go. It was a very, very cold week, but we're here to warm the cockles of your heart, or whatever, wherever you put your cockles.
0: Wherever That's, you put wherever them.
1: Wherever your cockles are, we, we're we going to warm them. Yes, we are. Today. <laughs> uh, look, we've got a fun show, Um and kind of, like, a, I guess, a little bitchy. Maybe. Oh. It's, we're going to complain probably a little bit. You know. Yeah,
0: well, we but need to. Yeah, but you
1: that's know, hang. Uh, but there are things to celebrate too. Did you know that the Chicago International Puppet Theater Festival that's now playing uh, through January twenty eighth is the largest event dedicated to the art form in North America.
0: Until I read the show notes, I didn't know. I know. That. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, it is. It, it is,
1: and as a part of the festival, as a part of the festival, and a part of uh, Chicago Opera Theater's fiftieth season, they are presenting the Midwest premiere of Huang Rou's, uh book of Mountains and Seas. It's a new opera based on Chinese mythology. It involves all these uh, amazing puppets and and things. Mm-hmm. And we are going to be speaking with master puppeteer and director and MacArthur uh, Genius Ooh. Grant recipient. Very nice. Basil Twist, is going to be joining us in the second hour. And you know, uh, uh, we love award season.
0: Yeah, I do. I oh, super! So I love, it. I love it. I love, love it. it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I
1: know it's. I know it's some silly. Don't, it's but frivolous. We do. But we do, and uh, our favorite nun on the run, Jerry Nunn, loves him, too, uh, and he's going to be joining us uh, with tales and, and some behind the scenes stuff of the Critics' Choice Awards.
0: And we get to dish when he's on.
1: I know it's who who always was fun.
0: nice to him. Who was, who was friendly? Who was down to earth? Who was, who was earth, doing their who thing? Was aloof, all mm-hmm. of those fabulous.
1: Mm-hmm. Things. Mm-hmm. And Jerry's actually going to be in in the studio, yes, which is always fun always fun. And of course, we would love to hear from you. So give us a call at 773-763-9278. That number again is 773-763-9278. Of course, you can find us on Facebook where we are coming at you live. Just head on over to Out Chicago Radio. And while you're there, give us a click and a like. I mean, come on, 10 years. If you haven't liked us, give us a like, please. There's still time. There's still time. And share. <laughs> and tell, Spread the word. Like Emma, Emma Joy Jamp- Emma Emma Joy always Emma's is sharing. She's love on her. the
0: West Coast, too.
1: I know, I know. She got a new gig teaching out
0: there. She's a great, loyal fan. Every I know, Ritchie I know. So there we go. I know there's a few of you out there. I know. yeah. I get surprised every day when I run into another new listener. It's
1: oh, very nice. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I, I ran into folks last year at the um, World of Chocolate. They were like, wait, what? You are? <gasps> oh, they were very starstruck. As of course they, should. they were. <laughs> yeah, I had a
0: weird thing happen to me yesterday. I put a sign up to rent my garage uh, space at my uh, Oh my gosh, property. can I do that? Can I take I know. it? Well, I put it up. I went over there. My fingers were just freezing off, putting the tape on there. And then last night we were pulling into the driveway of our friends for a dinner party. And uh, uh, a woman calls and said, you know, I slammed on the brakes in the alley when I saw it. And she was, but also... Are you the Ellen that's on the radio and plays guitar? (laughs) I'm like, how in the hell did you know that?
1: (laughs) That is amazing. It
0: turns out she is a stylist for TV shows oh and we have a few mutual friends oh
1: well there we she go she happens to
0: live in back of my uh, rental property all so, right well but I, I said on the wow I didn't even know about
1: my yeah we're great. A fancy I'd like love eggs that. or meat it just
0: makes us feel good so, yes you know we don't does. know we're talking you know into the microphone and we, we, we know you're out there but give us a like call in tell us you're listening just you know there you go nice yes, yes. give <laughs> us a call
1: the phone lines are open they're open Yes, yes, Whatever and of you course, want to talk about. Uh, if you don't want to follow us on, like, listen on Facebook, you can also uh, tune in on WCPT 820. And while you're at it, follow WCPT and Heartland Signal on all social media: mm-hmm. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter's, I guess X, and uh, the TikToks. Mm-hmm. There we are, Ella Miller. You had a, a harried morning.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> only Sweetie and Scott and Devin know because I'm texting him. Ah! You know, I leave at the same time for the last ten years, and I always have plenty of time. But uh, there's some horrible construction thing happening on the Kennedy that I just had. No, I just, I, know. I had kicking. no idea, and uh, the time kept going up and going up. But you know what? Once I got free, I raced I like know. a maniac. I was,
1: I was a. I was a believer. I'm like. Calm down. You'll be fine. Add
0: extra commercials. You'll be I'll fine.
1: Be... We'll add an extra commercial but for you. It
0: worked out, and here I am. I so, know, I know. Uh, that was the exciting la- adrenaline of the last few minutes. There uh, we go. <laughs> like everybody else, Scott, I'm sure uh, you, know, you and everyone you know has been hunkering down the early part of the week. Was that bitter, bitter cold? Yeah,
1: well, I know that very well, because to... we could not hunker down if you are if, if you have to go to work. And,
0: and add me to that group. We were and, out doing showings, yeah. <laughs> Trying to get lock boxes open. Oh, you know, I, it fingers. was it was <laughs> so
1: bitter cold. And you see, here's the thing yeah. at the snack factory. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, I, I work. I'm I'm I, I, I'm the cheese department guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm, the, I'm the big cheese, yeah, as it were. Are. And where we keep the cheese is in a giant walk-in cooler, outside.
0: But it's more temperate than the air. It about. is.
1: But it takes. But I ended up spending. 20 minutes every hour outside.
0: I know you it were heading there after the show last Sunday when awful. it all started. It was
1: awful oh, i had baby. such like did you ever get one of those like cold headaches yes you know i was like, ice I'm like cream oh my cold like I, kind of but it was worse than an ice cream cold it was just kind mm-hmm. of like dull and throbbing around there I mean, it was just bad but yeah and oh, it's warmer God. inside the, the cooler yeah it is <laughs> Believe it or not <laughs> as last degrees? week but no. yeah
0: we just on monday i i pr- we must pretty much hunkered down the dog just got her out she looked at us like please don't force like, me down like what are, are you thinking about i said, no problem i won't uh and just stayed home but you know um we're going to talk about it. Uh, we did go out and see Porch Light Theater's goes. production of Anything goes. Goes. And it was fabulous. Our it, friend Megan, we have a lot of friends in the show, yeah. but uh, Megan Murphy, tour de force, she was born to play the role
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, of Reno Sweeney. Uh, Sweeney mm-hmm. And... Uh, I, I was familiar with the songs, but not the storyline. Which is the storyline is it's story? one of the ridiculous. It's one of the. I know. <laughs> it's a ridiculous, it's... but it's a vehicle for tap dancing and singing and acting. And the, the you know opening night. I was there Thursday. Scott was there Friday. And. The opening night crowd was, you know, just on their feet of and going crazy and loving it. And it's just, it was a nice, wonderful thing to to do. Oh uh, yeah. And I just kudos to them. Unfortunately, they can't extend because they don't own the theater there. Of course, they just, you know, book the time there at the Ruth Page. So, if you are a fan of musical theater, oh, the- if you're a Megan Murphy fan, Big Red, if you like dancing, if you like the old Broadway from years past, get your tickets. Immediately.
1: Oh yeah, 100 percent for
0: anything goes because there's not going to be able to be an extension. So yeah,
1: they r- really
0: a li- maybe a little, but not much. Were you, no, able- were you talking with the have- PR
1: people? Yeah. Price, oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Because they have other things coming into that thing. Oh,
1: that, into, into yeah, the Ruth Ruth page. Page. Mm-hmm. If it was like
0: Staple for Goodman. You know, it's their control over who's. Yeah. They usually, can block
1: like it. when you uh, itinerant companies, there's, there's, a there's room, like a, usually like a week or but two. But it's
0: not very long.
1: Okay. Not very long. I enough. know. So, let, let me tell you. It, yeah, we went on Friday. It yeah. was it, it, for our 20th anniversary.
0: I was about By to the wish way, you thank, happy anniversary, thank, Jerry and Scott. Thank you.
1: Thank 20 you. Twenty years together. Twenty years. I cannot believe it. Where's the time gone?
0: I know, and we're in the same boat. We count up the years. I
1: know, it's crazy.
3: Uh, 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 you look back
0: at those pictures when you first met, and you go, that's why at, we're. Uh, look how we're, cute and young we were. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Glad we did, got together then, because right now it's a different story. I know.
2: <laughs> not, not you, not
0: Jerry, not Kathy, but
1: some of us. What are you talking about? Oh, You're beautiful and gorgeous. Oh, thank you. You are. Yes, yes. Look, I also want to give a big old shout out. Yes, Megan Murphy. Mwah amazing incredible you know the song the 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 songs and anything goes are they're all it's cole porter at his best it is witty it is delightful it is delicious it's it's delightful it's still lovely yes uh but I want to give a big old shout out to another one of our friends that's in the show, yeah, Steve, Steve McDonough. Oh my God, he was Steve great. Steve McDonough, uh, he is part of the Hardy Boys. He's mm-hmm. been on our show. You know, he's got a podcast sure. and all that stuff. We we use, he's our go to food guy mm-hmm. usually. Uh, let me tell you he is just phenomenal as moonface who is public enemy number 13, 13. you know and, lo-
0: and going down and going down
1: at <laughs> the whole thing yeah the it, he his he's just effortless he is charming he's gets the bits like he understands the style of yeah. the whole thing it re- I was just watching every time I was like oh my, I, every time he came on stage I was so excited to see him so I was just like oh 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 oh
0: I was. Oh. he was Every you know, it was just a delight to watch. Yeah, and talked about and and diverse. There were three non-binary uh, folks in the in the cast, which is cool. Oh yeah, mm-hmm.
1: I, I felt that there were more. Well, I don't know.
0: According to the bios, I, read. I
1: know I was there were. Well, I was looking at the bios. There's a young cast too. Yeah, the very young. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of
0: them of, are just out of school and still in and school. Still Hope in is Hope a junior at Roosevelt. At, at, at Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah. 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 Hope. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she was great. Uh, they were all great. Yeah, it's just, it, it's just, look, we're it, so lucky in this town.
1: It is so freaking cold right now. <laughs> and I know you don't want to leave your house, but if you want to go and like get, cause it is snug and cozy it inside cozy the in
0: room. Page, great theater. It, it is. Let me to tell make.
1: you, I wore a very large jacket and I didn't know what to do with it. Oh, yeah. But if you want to get snuggled up uh, and take a two in it, like a vacation, you go on a cruise. You get to hang out with with Megan Murphy, whose costumes and decolletage <gasps> looked amazing. Oh my, they
0: did, they really did. The, this this
1: uh, no, I'm saying her decolletage.
0: her décolletage. Yes, her it, de-
1: it did look I amazing. Would, yes,
0: <laughs> it was accentuated in just the perfect way on all the costuming that yes, was done. Yes, it
1: was. It's beautiful. Make sure you go check out Anything Goes uh, at Porchlight Music Theater. There, you know, it's their twenty oh shoot twenty
0: Sounds right. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I think that's pretty. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, it's it's truly delightful. And again, Steve McDonough, I just have to say, like, bravo. And the the dude that plays uh, uh, Lord Evelyn.
0: Oh, yeah. He is great, too. Wow. Really good. Like, spot on. He was spot on. His timing, you know, because he does a lot of the comedic uh, bits. Bits. And Mm. just. Who done love bits? He was, yeah. They were all, this cast was just top to bottom. Yeah. The chorus, I mean, the dance, the tap dancers, the dance, you know, the chorus.
1: Again, I have known Megan Murphy for... Uh, decades. And you didn't know she tapped? I had no idea that she tapped. You
0: know what? I'm thinking the same thing as I watch her. I'm like, I know, girl, of course you tap. I know. I didn't know you well, tapped. Well, we
1: asked her about it when she was on the show, and I was like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a hoofer. I'm like, what? I, how did I not know this?
0: And she was a good hoofer. I brought my sister, who was a dance major in college. Oh, really? And she was blown away by the choreography. Yeah. And she's a tough Cookie to please, of course. That, you know, of course, as you might imagine.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was a lovely way to spend our twentieth anniversary. Yeah, we did not get china. No, which is our, which is the it's gift.
0: China? Oh yeah, you didn't need any china, though, did you? No.
1: Well, I do want. I do. I do want some more entree bowls. Oh. Look, I got. We
0: on. bought them this year on Amazon. We needed some. Mm-hmm. We just got some white. They're very functional. I have some
1: very beautiful ones that I, that oh, my nice. my nephew gave me for oh, and his yeah, and gave my my <laughs> <laughs> that is that's German for for what, uh, nephew's wife n- niece-in-law niece-in-law yes mm-hmm. so I'm I'm calling her Minista uh, as opposed to like my nephew and his wife that always just sounds weird doesn't it my nephew yeah. and his wife. My so My, wife, yeah. my nephew, my Nishta. I
0: mean, if, but you have to explain what Nishta is, so you might as well just say well, I already said my Well, no,
1: no. Not if I just say, not if I call her that, you know. Oh, she'll know. She'll know. Okay. Yeah, I already asked her if I can call her Nishta. She's, She's like, gonna, sure. Yeah, that. Just don't call
0: me late for dinner.
1: There we, ho, 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 But if you are late for dinner, you will definitely have an entree bowl. Well, I need to get four more because I want a total of eight. Yes, anyway, yes you should. Anyway, yeah, because we've been going. We went vegetarian. We're going
0: vegetarian for what? For the future? For the month? Yeah, for the kind week? of
1: moving on. We uh, well, kind of moving you, on from you, the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah, know, from we're definitely being much more mindful about uh the amount of meat that we are taking in. We uh, well, Jerry, wa- <laughs> the way it came about, Jerry watched a documentary. Of course, so, he did. Now we're
0: vegetarian. So, did you but, eat a lot of beef or pork? Generally, or no, what was no, no, what no, no. I mean, choice when you were eating it. I'm just,
1: we're still. Well, here's the thing. We still are. We're like we're we're gonna have at least one day where we can have like a little splurge day. You know, just just cause.
0: And what would that be? What well, like last night day? we
1: I made katsu sandos. Uh, uh-huh. which it's a german <laughs> uh, it's a japanese oh, katsu
0: yeah katsu yeah the breaded so little thin pork, pork yeah tenderly really, uh-huh. with, with the panko and you sauce, and, that and then, I love that and
1: kimchi uh, yeah. and pickles had, that's nice and all that stuff we do that but uh i think it would i think the documentary is called rotten and it was mm-hmm. uh looking at it, it We started watching one of the episodes. There's multiple episodes, and there's the one that I started to watch was actually uh, about sugar Mm. and the the production of sugar and how
0: that's my downfall.
1: Awful it is. in terms of like the workers because it's very dangerous it's very toxic? hard work oh. and they don't get paid a lot mm. and it's it's yeah it's the working conditions are, are horrible but there's oh. another episode about the environmental effects of the meat industry oh yeah and you know thing. if you want to make a step in the right direction to you know help out the planet if you can cut back on your
0: and particularly you in that consume. group too right oh yeah
1: all, I mean all like Chicken, fish, m- you know, mm-hmm. beef, pork, fish? Like, yeah, yeah, because of uh, farms,
0: oh.
1: as opposed to like wild caught things. Mm. So if I eat wild caught, I'm okay though. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
4: we gotta eat. <laughs> you can
1: eat.
0: You <laughs> I mean, can eat. We don't eat beef in our Lego. house because Kathy doesn't eat beef. Right. So for 25 years, we we have not had. Uh, although I did do a beef standing rib roast for Christmas. Uh, because once in a while I eat it, and I knew the family would like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we haven't done beef for years. She got on the... And, and, but we do pork and chicken and fish. Yeah, we do those uh, Yeah, things.
1: no, no. And, like, there's no... I'm not judging anybody. No, I know. You know. Uh,
0: but sugar, Uh I really do a lot of sugar. Well... I like my sugar.
1: I would try to find... I don't know if there were... We I had to stop watching the thing. I'm like, this is just too depressing. Yeah. <laughs> we started watching it. It's too
0: depressing. I'm like, this
1: is. Right. It's. Ah, so I don't know if there is any solution to, like, a, a ways to buy sugar that is more helpful to the workers. Mm, yeah, we'll look into that. But well, that's that is one thing that, it, it, yeah, the food industry is very interesting.
0: It's like everything else. It's become so about money that everything else suffers. Oh know?
1: yeah. Health quality, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but That's I made. Topic. But I've been making some really yummy foods, you know. Like yeah. I, we got making? some lions made mushrooms. Mm, uh, I love those. And we made these these lions made mushroom crab cakes
2: mm. kind of so situation.
0: With crab with no, with, with just instead of use yeah, the instead mushroom. of
1: use the mushroom mm. for for that. We've been making. Uh, I, oh God, I made something. It was definitely not healthy. It was definitely not healthy. No. but this chili crisp Alfredo with linguine and spinach.
0: Oh, with a chili crisp.
1: Yum, 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 stuff. yum, yum. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I,
0: I made a king cake for a Friday. We had a dinner party for seven with some young Why friends did of you ours. Make a king?
1: We're not in the king cake but season here's yet. Here's
0: what I have to keep explaining to people. Okay. Starting at the Epiphany uh-huh. in New Orleans, which is where the king cake uh, comes from, yes. the mix that I got, yes. Um, the Mardi Gras season begins at Epiphany and ends at Fat Tuesday. So we are indeed in the middle of... The Mardi Gras season. Uh, On the 13th, I believe it is, or 14th of February, will be Ash Wednesday. So we are just weeks away from Lent beginning. Uh And so this is what they call Mardi Gras season. This is the King Cake season. This is when the carnival uh, parades and things have started. Mardi Gras is Tuesday. Tuesday. But they don't just eat it on that day, they eat it throughout the Mardi Gras season. Remember, Fat Tuesday is the last day of the Mardi Gras season. Yes. The season itself includes King Cake and celebrations and parades. All throughout, Just got, a little, a did, little. Who uh, got the baby? Our friend Bill got the baby. Okay, Bill got the baby. And where I, did you? Where did you get the baby? It came in the mix. I, 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 I went on Amazon and I got this king cake box, you know, and it comes with the flour mixture. It comes with the praline mixture, which you add your own nuts if you like. It comes with a baby. It comes with glaze and it comes with sugar. And you, st- it's, you know, and yeast. So you have to rise and you have to th- roll it out to a 30 inch jelly roll and then put the praline in and then roll it from the ends. Kathy and I both did it make a braid, cook it, and then decorate it. And the, you put the baby in after. After it's cooked in the bottle
1: oh it's after it's cooked after it's cooked For some it's reason, plastic. yeah i always thought that like
0: coins you can put in before but the plastic a baby has to go in after yeah
1: because you don't want to have a melted you don't baby. have
0: a melted baby no and um i asked starting with the youngest i said tell me where you want me to put the night you know where do you want what piece do you want and i knew that because i kind of had an idea where it was so i was going to go last anyway And. They hit on the, it. was her and her boyfriend. She she was on the edge, and he took the one right next door and got the baby. Oh, all right. Luck for a year, and we found out if you get the baby, there's another tradition. You have to throw down another yeah another party or bring the king cake next year. So Bill knows that he's got to do this. Well, come on, Bill. Come on, Bill. Come on, Bill. Get on that that cake. Yes, it was fun. It was actually very. It was good. It's like a coffee cake, the king cake. Yeah. You know, it's a dense kind of bready roll kind of a cake. It's, yeah. But when you put all that icing and sugar on it and that praline stuff in the middle, people, can I take some home for breakfast? Yeah, see, yeah go for it. Take, it. take it. Take it. Gone. It was gone. All
1: right. There we go. No yeah. leftovers. Get out of my house. And then last night,
0: key lime pie, homemade key lime oh. pie for a dessert at a dinner party we went to.
1: Oh, see, now I'm about, I made cookies last night and I forgot to bring them in.
0: Have you brought one thing?
1: I in? have not brought in 10 in anything. Years. Yes, I have. What? what? I Sorry. can't remember, but I brought food. Hmm. I brought you things. You have brought me mayonnaise. I, I brought you mayonnaise. Yes, I brought you Duke's mayonnaise. You did the love only it. mayonnaise that we all need. I know. Anyway. Anyway. And, anyway. There we go. We
0: want a cooking show, by the way. If <laughs> we anybody do. wants to give us one, <laughs> um, we are like to. I'm like telling to... you, I'm Scott overdue. I just love it. <laughs> we just
1: love it ever so. <laughs> Damn you, Netflix! Man, uh, I'm still mad about that. Mm. 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 Anyway. You never know. Yeah. Know. Well, no. I think mm. I think the trip has sailed. But anyway. Any huzzles. Uh, w- w- speaking of ship sailing, we have sailed past a commercial oh, break, so well. we should probably <laughs> do that. As you were sailing past traffic, yeah. there we are. I bet while you were sailing past traffic, you're like, "How in the world can I improve my credit?"
0: I was- yeah, it was one of the many thoughts. Yeah, that why thought. my thought. Well, hunt.
1: fortunately, this part about Chicago is brought to you by Team Hawkburg. Did uh, you know, Ellen Miller, that uh, forty-seven million listeners have no or unscorable credit? I worry about that. I I can't sleep at night, and they would benefit from a Team Hawkburg Fresh Start Secured Credit Card with no annual fee. That's what keeps me like going.
0: You know, because there's I, hope. Out there's there. hope
1: because a Team Hawkburg Fresh Start Secured Credit Card is perfect. If your vindictive ex destroyed your credit, which, by the way, good move of getting rid of that person out of your life. You know, you've recently filed for or were discharged from bankruptcy, you've experienced a foreclosure or short sale, have collections, you were turned down for credit, or one of your kids is having trouble securing their first credit cards. Team Hockberg partnered with Kane County Teachers Credit Union to offer the Team Hockberg Fresh Start Secured Credit Card with no annual fee to help reestablish, enhance, and strengthen listeners with no damaged or challenged credit. For information about obtaining a Team Hockberg Fresh Secured Credit Card with no annual fee, to 56david.com forward slash fresh start. That's 56david.com forward slash fresh start to establish, enhance, and strengthen your credit. Team Hawkberg has helped thousands of WCPT listeners, but they can't help if you don't visit 56david.com forward slash fresh start. Lower.com, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS 1124061. We are going to take a quick break. Callers, please hang on the line because you are wanting to talk about what we're wanting to talk about, the caucuses and the primaries. And what is it, Does it even matter? Do we feel like we're heading towards this great inevitability? It just seems so, Mm. that's the technical term. Mm,
0: That is the technical
1: term. So stick around. You're listening to Out Chicago right here on WCPT.
2: Welcome
0: back. I'm Fazia Mirza. You're listening to Out Chicago on WCPT.
1: And welcome back to Out Chicago. Scott Duff here along with Ella Miller. Rolling along on a very, very chilly, mm. chilly day. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you like Indian food?
0: I don't like it. You I don't? I love it. Oh, okay. Have you been to
1: Basant? It's on Byron no, and Lincoln.
0: I've heard about
1: it. I just went oh, again. Yeah.
0: Wait, Byron and Lincoln? Yes, I've been to. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I it's love that so restaurant.
1: so good. Not far
0: from the Old Town School e- over there. Yeah, and yeah, no, Davis Theater, right? It's right across the streetish.
1: Oh no 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 wait. no no no! Byron's oh, gonna the be the one in, on the
0: side street. But yeah, That's right. Byron's closer to the to snack be my factory. My friend Carol Woolock's, uh, yeah, restaurant. Yeah, what was the name of that restaurant? Um, oh my god, I loved it. It was one of our favorites. I can't even come up with it. That's okay, we'll, we'll figure it anyway, out. But
1: yeah, yeah but Basant is there now, and it is like it's great Indian food. They've got this eggplant. I've heard about it? I, I know. Go. I've been twice. It's I
0: wonder if they deliver.
1: Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. think so. Yeah, It's not too, too far from you.
0: No, it's not far. But uh, anyway. Sole- S- Sola. That oh, was- yeah. Sola. We love Sola.
1: All right. Yes. That was yes. a great restaurant. There, anyway, we went out for Indian food. And
0: good. And it was, was there a good crowd there, or are they doing okay? It's, it's a tough uh, time I mean, of year. I mean, it was
1: weird. It was Wednesday, so it was yeah. like kind of in the middle of the yeah. week. There, but there were a good, goodly bit of good. people there. So That's, yeah, just yeah. saying, throw them, if you enjoy Indian We want to support food, the
0: restaurants we love, because there there's a lot of them out there.
1: There you are. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Anyway, any Uh So this week was the Iowa caucuses <laughs> Yep, and as uh, and I guess as predicted Trump won he did he did a pretty good job You won every but one county
0: that's, yeah, uh, the turnout was now what it was the last time. I know he could blame weather for it, but I, I also blame, I, I, you know, you have to wonder what the enthusiasm is on the part of Republican voters. Yeah,
1: it's, it's very strange. I know that, yeah, turnout was down because of the weather. Um, but there was also, like, there's so much speculation behind, like, you know, behind the Iowa caucuses. Like, people were like, I don't want to go to caucus because I don't want my neighbors to know that I'm against Trump. Like that kind of mm-hmm. vibe was has been all these conspiracy theories are whirling around. But it feels like we're just kind of, you know, barreling towards the inevitable of Ding dong being the nominee. Looks that way again, you know. Um Nikki Haley, uh she finished third. Third in Ontario. She in
0: pretended Iowa. like she finished.
1: She really did pretend second. like she was finishing second because I listened to her uh her Concession as speech, I. It, I
0: guess you could call it you that. Know, that yeah. I,
1: I thought she did a pretty good job with her messaging, mm-hmm. you know, um, about how she's like. Yeah.
0: She went. She was putting her, herself versus Trump and Biden together. Yes, yes. Yeah. Putting
1: Trump and Biden together as a way, of, like, we don't want people who are, you know, okay. who are these. Basically, she's yeah. She was playing the old card, she the age card, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I don't. You know, why don't you just go after? The guy who is leading. She
0: has been a little bit more,
1: but not really. I mean, not like Trump has. Trump's been, you know, confusing her for Nancy Pelosi. And
0: well, she brought. She was on CBS uh, this morning, the news show, uh-huh. or Face the Nation, and uh, I just heard it when I was getting ready. She started pointing out all of the. Air, like saying that he was going to World War II, that he ran against Obama, mi- mixing up her with that. Right. So she was bringing those mental lapses up as far as him being incapacitated mentally. She's going there today. That's where she went. All right, well, she, um, she,
1: a, t- a little know, too late. A little too, thing, little, she a little little too late.
0: She said, Scott, which just had me screaming at the television. The, the Democrats are. Uh, they're using fear as a tactic. And I'm like, ah!
2: Uh, what you know uh,
0: about because uh, exa- of abortion, right? Now, right. Yeah. Well, that is a very real fear, my dear. Having our rights stripped away. Yeah. In this country. Going yes. backwards Yes. yes. But she, yeah, the, the Democrats using fear. I'm like, you know what? There's no party what? that has used fear I- more <laughs> the last bunch of years <laughs> than your lovely party. Wowza.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. That's... That was
0: that was. But she's taking a page from the Trump. If you tell a lie enough, if you repeat the lie, people just start believing it like the
1: fear thing or what? what's well, the so, lie that she's know, telling
0: saying that uh, uh saying that she well like you know positioning it as she came out great that she's got a lot of opportunity to win or that the fear thing the fear thing saying, yeah. saying that the democrats uh, are you know uh Trying to put instill fear in us. Yeah, well, people gotta go. That's right. That and is can, right. Yeah, you're, you know, uh-huh. because they'll just people they hear a celebrity or someone on TV say something enough, they just automatically think it's on TV. It must be true. Yeah, if They're yeah, saying yeah, it. It must yeah. be true. That's the way Trump uh, likes to. Oh. his stock and trade. Yeah, of course,
1: of course, of course. Um, but yeah, it's it's not looking so great. For Nikki, for Nikki, yeah,
0: or de, or desanctimonious. Well,
1: he's just whatever. He's he's done as soon as as soon as his little you know toe bend was happening in the boots, he was kind of done. <laughs> Apparently, he's just not the most like dynamic, dynamic person on the planet. Go figure. But um, his forced smile.
0: Like, it's, it's creepy. It looks like he has to go to the bathroom. He does I look like you have to
1: go do a lot of the time. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh yeah, it feels like, you know, the so the Ham- New Hampshire primaries are Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh-huh. And it just feels like if she doesn't win, it's like, okay, then just throw in the towel. You know, especially when she's got like all, both of the senators from South Carolina, her home state where she was I governor, know. are, going for, are Trump. going for Trump. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, what do you, What do you think? Let's go to the uh, phone. Let's talk to our good buddy, Michael O'Connor. Michael, welcome. You're on out Chicago.
2: Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I, I haven't uh, talked to you two in quite some time. I uh, know. It's been a minute. Happy New night. Year, happy Michael. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. And, and I, you know, this winter. Oof. Is outrageous. I literally uh, bought up all of the um, um, window plastic hmm. in the Home Depot. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are upset with me, but I bought about four or five packs at least. I'll get over Okay, it. to put over windows. Yes, they sure will, because it was cold in, win- in my unit. And I had to cuss my property manager out to make sure that I got a, uh, a heater. But all is well. Um, I wanted to talk about the primaries. Yes. Let's look at these primaries. I mean, let's just, you know, in in terms of what would be considered logical reasoning. Um, The Republican Party doesn't want to deal with student debt at all. They want to, all of their candidates so far, want to eliminate the Affordable Care Act. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's going to hurt working families uh Medicaid Medicare reduction. The Republicans from what I can look at in terms of their budgets, their proposed budget for twenty twenty four is going to almost eliminate of uh, uh social service programs that help a lot of people. Like like Medicaid. Um I don't particularly care for Mike Johnson's um uh uh, his evangelizing on the Senate floor. I I think that it's wrong to say that because I'm a Christian, um, and I'm that evangel, ev- 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 far as because I'm a Christian, I'm somehow, uh, uh, that's what this nation is about. Yeah. And more importantly, Um, Not dealing with the fact that there are other religions, but that's a whole different. Now, Mm -hmm. with that being said, I want to deal with the foregone uh, um, uh, primary winner. That's that's Trump. He has no platform. None whatsoever, except for I want to start off as a dictator. <laughs> that should give everybody pause. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even the language also, that his
1: that his surrogates are using, like at least Stefanik uh, uh, yeah, saying that, like Nikki has Haley is being, has been has been disloyal rock.
2: to President like to Too the orange one. Trump. Yeah, but wait a minute, wait a minute. What I thought was just so terrible. Tim Scott. <laughs> Scott, you you know what he did with Nikki Haley. What he did to Nikki Haley is inexcusable. Here is a man who was uh, uh, who was who was who was politically obscure. It was Nikki Haley who appointed him to make him the uh, senator, and for him to pull what he pulled. In terms of endorsing Trump like she did, I can understand. Well, well I, you know, I'm, I'm sure she had second thoughts about the Confederacy. OK. But, okay. Hmm. I, I, and I, I can say that.
0: I pictured Trump saying to Tim Scott, you know, if you go in for me. Your name's going to be right at the top of the list to be my vice president.
2: Yeah, but he's not going to do that. He he's going to deal with. Let me tell I, you, I who he's I said he said that. With.
0: He 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 dangles oh, yeah, a yeah. carrot. Oh yeah. He probably said your name's going to be on there when he has no intention oh, yeah. of. You know he he uses people like that. I'm I'm, I'm sure he right. did he's something a like that.
2: manipulator, old school. Yeah. But you know what? Let me just say something. You, you, were, you guys were also talking about if you. I think it was you, Dr. Ellen, who said that if you you repeat a lie really often, people tend to believe it. That's how they marketed Coca Cola back in the day. That's that's how
1: Goebbels and, marketed the the uh, Hitler's agenda is right, what it it's is. You make the lie exactly. big enough and you repeat the lie often enough, it yeah. becomes as true. That's exactly that's what it and is. Wait a
2: minute, my Oscar pick. I know it sounds bad, but my Oscar pick is Fellow Travelers. I cried I I cried. Um. Repeatedly. It's because good. It never, I, say. I, I don't think I it's going to be it. eligible
1: for the Oscars because it is a limited television show and Oscars are on movies. But I agree. It is a I good
0: Globe next year. show.
2: It's a, it really is. And and lastly, when I whenever I hear the thing that Biden's too old. I think that that's code for we don't want a ninja woman back in the White House again. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's that's I'm, I'm just being front and center. So if this guy Frank calls in. and You know, that's where I'm at. Thanks, Michael. Have a good day. You sound
0: good. Nice to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Have
1: a good day. Yeah. You know, here's the thing with Tim Scott. What what they're doing is totally because they're just, like, waiting for him to talk about his girlfriend. Wink. You know, all the... There's, there's rumors that no. he's been talking about this girlfriend that never really materialized. Oh, right, right, right. You know, right, that he probably right. met at summer camp in Canada. Right. You don't know her. Yeah. She lives in Canada. Anyway, uh, hey, callers, please hang on the line. We will come back to you because we do want to. We have to take, a, take quick a quick break. break. But we'd love to talk more about these uh, prim- primaries on the uh, inevitability that it's going to be a. Uh we face-off of
0: 2020. I know. We're just doing
1: it again. that way. There we are. So, uh, please, stick around. Grab a cup of coffee. I'm going to. Maybe put a little whiskey in it or something today. Uh, Because it's a little bleak. Uh, But please, stick around. You're listening Out Chicago, right here, WCPT and Heartland Signal.
4: And I'm Jesse Perret and we're with the Chicago History Museum. Welcome back to Out Chicago on WCPT.
1: Welcome back to Out Chicago. Scott Duff here along with Ellen Miller. Oh my god, I had my headphones on backwards. Are you one of the, I'm one of those people that has to be right and lo, like me too? Right, right. Mine's
0: on, I always look every know. time before I, I put them on I did not. Well you can do it look I know, good. I just fixed it.
1: Oh, I fix already fixed it. it. Yeah. Fix I was like, it, oh, back. it sounds so much better. There we are. Uh, uh welcome back to Out welcome Chicago. Uh, before the break we were talking about the Iowa caucuses and the upcoming New Hampshire primaries and the kind of an inevitability of It's going to be a rematch 2020. Yeah, you know, every time time I hear a promo
0: like, the New Hampshire primaries this week, my answer is,
1: who "Who cares? cares?" No! Ugh. It's, yeah, it's it's weird. Unless something major, major, major happens. But even then, it doesn't seem like people care.
0: Well, he... He may be the nominee, but I will stand by the fact that he has not gained supporters since that is he true. last ran. Yeah, And I do believe he has lost supporters. And he lost by 7 million last time. The key, as we've talked about... We like hose. to complain about mm-hmm. Biden. Mm-hmm. He's not our first choice and blah, blah, blah. Put it aside. Don't even talk about it because we don't want the lies to come. We don't want people to hear us saying this because it, it, it fosters doubt, seeds of doubt. Yeah. Just keep the mantra of I'm bo- I'm voting for Biden unless there's another Democrat that's running. I'm voting for Biden. End of story.
1: There you go. Not I'm
0: waiting for a third party or I'm still deciding. No, that's going to bring Trump back in the White House. Yeah,
1: there we are. There's just mm-hmm. no way around mm-hmm. it. Yep. Agreed. Let's get back to the phones. Steve, welcome. You're on out Chicago.
5: Well, first, as an aside, uh, it is restaurant week. So if anybody's interested, get out there and, you know, go to your favorite restaurant or someplace that may be prohibitively expensive, usually. And, and enjoy, you know, support your local business. Love Indeed. In Indeed. yeah, regard.
0: One of my faves. Yep.
5: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, And then uh, with regard to this whole process, I mean, I agree. I mean, let's face it, like, uh, once every four years, you know, mass media has this, you know, great boondoggle in, in, in terms of being able to promote uh, this sort of analysis and coverage, you know, because they make a great deal of money. It's like it's like the Super Bowl of politics every four years. Yeah. So they need to hype it, even though there's no real match yet. The yeah. match is in November. There's nothing leading up to this that's that's, you know, full of any sort of suspense. So they have to sort of make it look as if there is. And the reality is that Donald Trump uh, has this sort of snowball effect. Uh, You know, the the more he wins, the more endorsements he's going to get, not because his own people love him and many people in in the Senate and the House love him, old governors and so forth. It's that. People are afraid of him because if you're on the wrong side of Trump then Trump targets you and then the MAGA nuts come after you and you can be primaried and you can be be on the outs in your own party. So that's what they're fearful of. But behind closed doors, trust me, I know a lot of these people and they're like, okay, God, we don't want him again. But, you know, we don't get to decide. It's the crazy MAGA people that he has a lock on. That's the base of the party. That's who decides who gets nominations in this country on both sides of the aisle. And and in his case, you know, they're the ones who are going to ensure that this guy is going to get the nomination. But, you know, again, as you pointed out, Where in the last several years has Trump done anything to sort of revitalize his image in such that he is going to pick up votes from either independents or Democrats in order to win? I mean, he didn't just lose by seven million plus votes. He had a dramatic loss in the Electoral College. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, where is where is this math? You know, so and and please nobody talk about, you know, polling, polling, what, almost a year out before anybody is actually campaigning you know that's why we have campaigns. Joe Biden has not been campaigning yet, so you know this idea about you know uh, where polls stand. Yeah, that's where polls stand currently, and perhaps after the Democrats do a better job of messaging and actually getting Americans to understand what uh, how how their lives are better under the uh, the Biden administration. But we we've coined all sorts of new phrases, things like vibration or vibe session. So in other words. Forget the numbers, forget the fact that inflation's been cut, unemployment is at historic historic yeah. low. Yeah. The growing yeah. Exactly, no, instead it's, uh, no, I still feel in my gut that it's not as good as it was under Trump. Okay, that's not logic and reason. Yeah. That's your feeling, you know, in your gut. I could feel that the world is flat
2: in my gut that doesn't make it so <laughs> yeah
1: you're that's right. true that is true. thanks
0: steve appreciate yeah, your thanks. thoughts yeah take care. stay Thank warm you. i have an idea for a campaign ad for the democrats oh, yeah it's showing trump saying every kooky thing he said including he ran against obama world worth he doesn't want we're to talk about world war three mixing things up making weird faces and just saying do you think this man should have the nuclear codes
1: yeah well that's basically the lincoln project the Lincoln Project is really good about putting stuff out there. That's
0: what they need to do. Just keep hammering home. He is too insane and unstable to put in the position of president. He's and a very a, stable genius. He's a stable genius. And he, this week he's been going on talking about his good scores on the cognitive, cognitive test yeah he took a few years ago. Yeah, Because know, he knows he's slipping. I mean, everything he says, remember, it's opposite land. It's upside down. World.
1: Oh, it is definitely upside down world with that one. Uh, you know, look here. Uh, yeah, I mean... The man wanted us to inject bleach.
0: Yes, I mean, yeah, all yeah. those th- shine a, sound bites. Shine a light bulb about be your butt in, the, in in a commercial fucking you know, project.
1: It's like it is. Yeah, mm. yeah. Look, and if this here's the thing, if if the whole threat of another. If you're like worried about like Biden's too old, we can't get Biden. Look, and if you are a a member of the LGBTQ plus community, or if you are friends or have family members that are a member of said queer community, uh, here's something that's that might raise your you know, cause your girdles to kind of hike them up. We are three weeks into 2024, and there have been 285 anti-LGBTQ bills introduced across the country, according to the ACLU. That's 285 by now in in 2024. In 2023, there were some like there were 550. So we're already at half of what they pat what they introduced in 2023, but the third week. Of January. Uh, In 2023, there were 550 uh, uh, bills that were presented in 43 states, 80 of them were passed. All of these bills they seek to limit LGBTQ+ plus people's rights in education, healthcare, public accommodations, free speech and expression and much more and a total of 130 uh, would restrict students and teachers rights through curriculum censorship, forced outing of students and other regulations. 71 of the bills deal with healthcare mostly with age restrictions. There are 21 drag show bans which r- r- why ridiculous. why ridiculous. Uh, And other measures would weaken civil rights laws by defining men and women according to reproductive capacity or prevent trans people uh, from changing their gender marker on official documents. This is all according to the advocate.
5: My question
6: about the uh, reproductive thing. What about the cis men and women who are sterile through to, you know, other circumstances like, you know, some woman who, you know, her or her, you know. Uh, drawn what? on the blank like, on the words she can't give birth because you oh. know health defects. Yeah. yeah, is she gonna have to identify as a man now because of these laws or what? But I have no, I, I we are who under knows? attack.
1: We are under attack and we're under attack across <laughs> this country and it's very scary. It's very scary. I, again, let me just re- let me repeat these numbers. Wrong. So in 2023, there were 550 bills introduced in 43 states that were anti-LGBTQ. 80 of them were passed. Now, we're the third week of 2024, and 285 have already been introduced. That's that's scary. Yeah. That's very, very scary. So we need to... We got to get out there. We got to get the vote going on mm-hmm. there. You have to be you to be aware of what's going on within your community, because these are again, these are state laws. But in order for us to get federal protections to pass the Equality Act, mm-hmm. we need to make sure that Biden gets back in there. Absolutely. You know, we need to make sure that we get the majority uh, in the Senate and the House. You know, it's it's
0: we can't let it's, this it's this scary continue to be, actually become law. It's I know it's just, it can't happen. We you know,
1: can't I'm it happen. Uh, here I am, like I'm at the top of like the privileged mountain within the mm-hmm. community because I am a white cis mm-hmm, male mm-hmm. that is nothing like not to mention the fear that you know all of our trans siblings are feeling right now that all of our, that women feel whether regardless of what community or how you identify they're com- they they are coming for us, you know, and this is. It, it, it's scary. It's, it, it's they're seeking to take away rights, and I don't understand how a person identifies. How does that affect other people? It doesn't. It doesn't change how you live. It doesn't change how much money you make. It doesn't change anything about the your personal that you experiences. Provide
0: for somebody, what your sexuality is does not impact who you are as a person. It's wrong, and we gotta we gotta nip it in the uh, bud. I
1: know. So it's a cold day, we're gonna light a fire into people's butts, yes, we so are. Light, light fires. Stay awake, folks, uh, and we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, it is the second hour of Out Chicago, right here on WCPT.
0: I'd like to welcome you to WCPT-AM's Out Chicago. Think of us as Sunday brunch with your gay best friends. Now, please welcome your host, Scott Duff.
1: And welcome back to the second hour of Out Chicago. Scott Duff here, along with Ellen Miller, rolling along nice and cozy in the studio.
0: It is. I haven't got to take my sweater off and show off my... Girls Rock
1: Chicago. Sh- Girls Rock
0: Chicago went to the benefit right after the show last week. How was it? It was great. Yeah? that uh, The whole record that they did... The band was just phenomenal. The lead singer just nailed Courtney uh, Love like you would not believe. Amazing. It was great. It was really great. And, and it was for a good cause. And there was silent auction items. Okay. <laughs> what did you What did you walk away we with? both <laughs> a, a, a guitar set up. And, okay, great. And... and um, Dinner at the Tide House, which is the uh, restaurant attached to Shubas, and two tickets to a Shubas show. Those were the only two that we put the little raffle tickets in uh-huh. for, and we won both of them.
1: Oh, so it was a raffle draw. It's
0: one of those where you you buy yeah you, you buy, buy it the ticket and, you and drop and you it, in. it in <gasps> yeah
1: oh, okay. So we were there very we are. High, again. We bought you, you bought t-shirts, so we t-shirts. Bought tickets.
0: So we supported and got gifts as a thank you. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind
1: of focusing on like there's a joke behind nailing Courtney Love, but you know. that's <laughs>
0: Of course, you thought of it. Of course, me. I
1: know because that's where it's my true, brain goes. A gay man and a lesbian. There we are. Yes, yes, that's yes. That's
0: why the bars and thrive in there Chicago. We are. Okay,
1: gay bars. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we've got a great second hour uh, lined up. Our good buddy uh, in Chicago's very own Nun on the Run, uh, yes. critic have Jerry, uh, Jerry Nunn is here. We actually he's he's in studio. He mm-hmm. came in and gave us a hug his neck. It was his birthday yesterday. Yeah, so happy birthday. done yeah, well, it. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, but the, bar- the party the was party was last night. Anyway, but right now I'm super duper excited about this because uh, the Chicago International uh, Puppet Theater Festival, Mm -hmm. which is now running through January 28th, is the largest event dedicated to the art form in all of North America, uh, and as a part of the festival, and for uh, their 50th season, Chicago Opera Theater is presenting the Midwest premiere of Huang Ro's Book of Mountains and Seas. It's a new opera based on Chinese mythology, uh, and joining us now is master puppeteer and director and MacArthur Genius Grant recipient, uh, Basil Twist. Basil, welcome to Out Chicago.
3: Hi, Thank you. Of course. Thank Welcome.
1: You I cannot tell first of all, this sizzle reel the the little teaser uh video that's available out there for the show is yeah. stunning. It is so oh. beautiful. I am so excited about this. How how did this project come about?
3: Uh well it amazingly, it was one of those um Pandemic miracles. Okay, <laughs> um, where uh, where Wang uh, Rowe, who I've known for a while, he's the composer. He had asked. We've been talking about doing something, and eventually this project happened. The the the, the key um, participants who also are coming to Chicago is a really extraordinary um, uh, 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 ensemble from Copenhagen. So it's a Danish singing ensemble, um, and they're incredible. They're called Ars Nova, and the piece was created for them. So the music was written for their 12 voices, and all of the staging was created for them. And somehow we made this show happen in Copenhagen, and um, and it's it's just great to bring it to Chicago and to the completely gorgeous Studebaker Theatre, um, because that's a beautiful theatre to be in. And um and the puppet festival is so cool and I've been before I came last year and did something at the puppet festival and um it's just great to get this show on the road I know. and have it be seen around the world.
1: Yeah, I'm so I'm very very excited about the and actually you know Chicago audiences, you know there is a rich uh a history here in Chicago of taking you know ancient texts or things that aren't necessarily what you would consider, you know
0: Mainstream, for, yeah, theater. mainstream
1: theater or, or, you know, quote unquote, performable, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, of taking these texts and breathing new life into them. What was the collaboration like between you uh, and uh, the composer, uh, Huang Rao?
3: Well, the first, I mean, the the initial, <laughs> the initial incentive was to actually have the singers <laughs> be the puppeteers. Okay. Oh. Which I, at first I said, "No way. That will <laughs> never. <laughs> that will never work." And I, I, I went to Copenhagen to work with them to meet them, and I actually found them to be incredibly game and, um, and very, uh, um, you know, generative with me. So we kind of came up with a lot of the ideas with the singers and the way that I start the process in general is I, I work with cardboard and very simple materials to just kind of get the ideas percolating. Um, and most of the ideas came up with the singers in that workshop. The, 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 the four different stories that we chose from the sort of vast Book of Mountains and Seas is a is a book that has many, many, many stories. So we, we honed it down to four different stories that we were interested in and kind of figured out how we would do it. And knowing that they were, um, they were singers and they needed to sing, I had to keep it very um, elegant and simple how I was going to pull it off. And then what happened was that the music got written, and the music actually is very complicated. It's specific for each voice, each of the twelve voices, and the, sing- the singers realized, and this was part of the pandemic <laughs> miracle, that they um, they were not going to be able to. They they need to to read the music. They they need sh- music in their hands to read, and it's very difficult to puppeteer with anything other than your hands. So yeah. um, I said, okay. I'm going to stage you guys as much as you can, but I'm going to bring in some of my New York puppeteers to be, to actually stage what we have invented with the singers. So, so there are the 12 singers. There's, um, there's six puppeteers from New York. There's also two percussionists, um, who come from Toronto, by the way. So it's just cool, amazing mix. These Chinese stories and these (laughs) Danish singers, although the Danes are mixed with a few Swedes in it. Um, uh, and and we you know we just kept working and trying, but those that initial um, kernel of an idea started with the singers um, in Copenhagen, just trying to figure out with bits of cardboard and some paper lanterns and stuff what how to tell these stories.
0: So, Basil, um, for those that are, you know, not versed in the world of puppetry, like what kind of yeah. training and how long does it take for a puppeteer to get to the level that they could perform in something like the Chicago International Puppet Theater Festival?
3: Oh uh, well, look, let's see. Um, this, they, the, these puppeteers that I work with are all—they're kind of like tried and true puppeteers. I've worked; with. they've all worked in many shows of mine. Um, And some of them, they started working with me. They weren't necessarily puppeteers. They came to me as either theater technicians or theater enthusiasts of some sort. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a very expansive view of puppetry. So even Book of Mountains and Seeds has a lot more abstraction in it, a lot of... uh, there's lots of silk. Um, lots of uh, it's kind of more like stagecraft that's happening on stage mm-hmm. than necessarily like Bert and Ernie and a character that you would, um, you know, you put your hand inside of. It's right. a right. different kind of thing. We're we're basically using um, we're using silk and Chinese lanterns and elements of driftwood. These are our three elements that we recombine into various ways to tell these stories, so things keep sort of transforming on stage. The, The main thing about a puppeteer, to be a puppeteer, I would say, because every show is different, every technique is different, every um, you know relationship with mm-hmm. the objects or the audience is different, um, and that 's shown across the puppet festival you 'll see there 's so much variety in this world. The main element though is that a puppeteer needs to be really they need to be game and they need to have a level of devotion. what they're doing. It may mean that they're climbing under something and they're in an uncomfortable position so that they can lift something up Mm -hmm. with their feet or their arms or hold it with their teeth. That's 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 a specific kind of that's just a specific kind of person and and people, but every show is different. So it's not like you'll have experience doing exactly what happens in Book of Mountains and Seas. It's more about being able to work together and, um, and having that, that, that devotion to, to the image and the spirit that you're creating on stage. And some people have that off the bat and some people have been working at it for years. I went, I went to a puppetry school, Mm. um, in France and I have been puppeteering since I was a, a little kid. Uh-huh. So I got it. But I, I kind w- of see it in people people gravitate towards it, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and uh, and I'm pretty good at training people. Yeah, why oh, so no. I was wondering, <laughs> is there a team.
0: school for it or how do you know how do they get there? I mean I, you know you watch this when you're in the audience and just wonder how those skills came about. Is, do you think there's a rise in puppetry in theater in the last few years? It seems like there's more and more of it.
3: Uh, For sure. I mean, there are always, puppetry is, (laughs) I mean, I really started my professional career 30 years ago, and there were at that moment, too. People saying, God, it seems like there's a puppet renaissance. Puppetry is always kind of emerging Mm -hmm. as a sort of a, as an, (laughs) but still, it's an underdog. You know, it's always kind of surprising people, which is to an advantage, it's good to be an underdog. Yeah. Puppetry always surprises people, but I think it is true that people are using puppetry more because there's something about it that is very. Um, I think, especially as we engage more and more with technology, and we have these miracle little mm-hmm. devices in our pockets, and everything is connected, like Wi-Fi and stuff. There's that's total magic, but we don't we don't see it as such. But the if you can make a bit of cloth come alive on stage, yeah. people's jaws will drop open. Mm-hmm. There's something about the very essential, p- primitive, a very p- kind of profound nature of puppetry that connects us to something very ancient in ourselves. And I feel like we need it more than ever, and that's why you're seeing it more Interesting. on stage.
0: Thanks for that insight.
1: Yeah, no, and and you you hit it right on the nosy. There is something magical that happens, well, with any live mm-hmm. performance. But when you go to see, as you said, like all of a sudden this this piece of cloth or this piece of driftwood has now mm-hmm. taken on almost human characteristics, or whatever the the, the being or your creature that mm-hmm. you are are personifying. There is something just truly magical to watch. You know, most of the times you can see the puppeteer. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah. and then they disappear, and all you are focused on is is this a new being that is you know inhabited by a bunch of artists. It's it it really is magical.
3: Sometimes the term is used, the suspension of disbelief. Yeah, but I actually feel like no it's belief yeah. yes. <laughs> it's just belief right, right. and it's the kind of real miracle of believing in something and 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 believing and seeing spirit in something that's it's profound yeah um, and you know puppetry can be very lighthearted and and we know that children love it and i think that children are in a way, closer to the mystery that we all participate in, which is this mystery of life. And puppetry speaks to that. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the puppet shows are more. There's a lot of adult themes in the in the puppet festival, um, and there are things for kids too. But uh, you'll see a huge variety of stuff in the festival, and it's a great thing. With yeah,
1: well, let me tell you, I must be a kid at heart because I I just adore. uh, There's a a theater company here in Chicago, Manual Cinema, that I oh yeah, they're amazing. Oh Mm -hmm. my gosh, Mm -hmm. I am. And it is not necessarily for for kids. It is. I think Uh there is a weird stigma about like puppets. You think. Burton, Ernie, as you said, for your example, uh, you think that. But instead of these like beautiful stories that uh, can just take you away and transcend, like you know, mere humans, it becomes this other magical primitive thing that it feels like a, a ritualistic almost mm-hmm. the, yeah. yeah yeah uh so with the with the production that's coming with book of uh, mountains and seas now they're yeah. based on uh ancient uh Chinese myths and you said you you picked out four of them is what is the the through line like what connects all four of the these stories uh in this new opera
3: well ultimately the I mean ultimately the stories are connected by the materials on stage and the team that's assembling them but it starts with a sort of creation myth um the second story is a story sort of of persistence the third story is a story of potential destruction kind of apocalyptic and the last story is a story of um also it's sort of longing and transformation mm-hmm. so um just to be very vague in general. (laughs) But, um, but um, it's all connected by this beautiful music. And Wang Rowe is really one of the great artists of our time. Um, And it's really thrilling that this is being presented by the Chicago Opera Theater. Um, These artists, the singers who are coming from Copenhagen are incredible. Like we've had, we've had to work with other singers sometimes um, because of pandemic and challenges. Right. Um, it's just not the same without um, Ars Nova. So we're re- I'm really excited that they're going to be here in Chicago.
1: Yeah, it sounds... Uh, uh, I'm, and I'm
3: Chinese excited.
0: folk music. How does that yeah. g- compare to the folk music that we're familiar with here?
3: Well, it's not necessarily folk, folk music. I mean, I think there's probably folk music of inspiration. Because, I guess he says uh,
0: he's, he drew inspiration from Chinese folk music. Uh, yeah. Wayne, Wayne yeah. Wayne. There yeah.
3: Are, there must be elements in there because he's 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 born in China. Um, but there are, I'd say, particularly in the percussion because there's, there's, there's two really incredible percussionists that use a lot of other instruments on stage. But otherwise, it's all vocal. Mm. It's all voice. And it's 12 different voices always mm. mixing together. So Sounds it's really...
0: Really interesting and cool. Yeah. It,
3: yeah it's 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 haunting it's beautiful and it's yeah. was thrilling ultimately for my puppeteers to be kind of plunked in the middle of that and be surrounded by those voices there yeah. they love it
1: yeah. yeah so okay so basil you you are a third generation puppeteer what what was life like growing up? <laughs> You know, it just seems like anything could become like, uh, it it would seem very magical to me. Like, oh, look, this pillow is now Mm -hmm. talking to me. Or, you know, like, what was life like growing up?
3: Well, my my mother was a a puppeteer when I was a kid. So, but she was more of a, I will say it, more of an amateur puppeteer. She did things for children. And she was working with kind of a group of other moms and they were doing puppet shows at hospitals and birthday parties and stuff, but I had access to that and I loved that. And I'm also squarely of the Sesame Street generation. So I love Bert and Ernie. Yeah. I love that stuff, you know, and I, and I had was right there and could play with the puppets and go backstage. Um, and just, an interesting fact, my mother's father, um, he actually wasn't, he was a big band leader, um, but he also used. So he was a musician, but he used puppets as part of his act. So he had he, was, he had a big band in the '30s mm-hmm. and '40s. Um, his name was Griff Williams. He actually was based in Chicago and used to play at the Palmer House a lot. And um, and he had um, puppets though of famous band leaders like. Harry James and Cat Callaway and they were string marionettes and he died before I was born but those were mm-hmm. given to me by my grandmother when I was like 10 years old. Wow, kind of beautiful. People. I still have those puppets. Um, and uh, so so it, it wasn't like I was like a, from a Sicilian family where the puppet tradition was passed from father to son and the same puppets. It's just that somehow it's in. It's clearly in my blood. Right, clearly. And um and you know that i found that and um and connected with it and resonated with that has made it all richer for me
1: Oh yeah. Well, you know, I, I am again. I'm such a huge fan of puppet theater. There was even uh, an immersive uh, puppet haunted house that I went oh, yeah, to earlier. Yeah, remember. at, at, at Seven Wolf Theater. Uh, it's it's just phenomenal. If you and if you think that it's just for kids, which it, it's the kid inside all of us. Mm-hmm. It's the magic. Exactly. It's the inspiration. It's as you said. It's not suspending disbelief. It's just believing, and it's. Yeah. You really want to do yourself a favor. And, you know, when you think of, you know, ancient Chinese mythologies, you think of Danes and Swedes. So, you know, that'll be a good time too. That'll be exactly. a good time too. So, you want to, if you want to warm up this week, head on down to the Studebaker Theater for the Midwest premiere of uh, Book of Mountains and Seas as a part of the Chicago International Puppet Festival and Chicago Opera Theater's 50th season. The show is uh, the 26th through the 28th. And you better get your tickets fast because I think it's pretty much which so is selling really well. It's pretty tight. Yeah, yeah it's pretty tight there. Uh, but for more information, uh, about to try to get tickets for Book of Mountains and Seas, uh, and for more information on the festival in general, just head to chicagopuppetfest.org. Uh, Basil, thank you so much for taking time out to uh, join talk with us today. Cannot wait to uh, see the show at the Studebaker uh, next weekend. Thanks.
3: I'll be in Chicago tomorrow. Oh, fabulous! Bring a coat.
1: Bring
0: a. Bring a coat. It's gonna warm up for you though, Basil.
1: Okay. All right. (laughs) Thank (laughs) you. Basil Twist. There we go. Uh, We have got to take a uh, quick break, and when we come back, we're going to be speaking with Jerry Nunn our favorite Nun on the Run, Uh, getting some backstage tea from the Critics' Choice Awards. Gonna spill it, Yeah. So uh, we're gonna take a quick break and then be right back. So stick around. You're listening to Out Chicago right here on WCPT Heartland Signal
3: hey this is mark patton and i'm from Screen queen my nightmare on elm street and you're listening to out chicago
1: and welcome back to out chicago scott duff here along with ellen miller mm-hmm. there we are yeah. uh, it is award season and we would be remiss if we did not have a visit from our little friend. Our little friend. Our friend, uh, uh... The Nun on the Run, <laughs> Jerry Nunn, <laughs> here for his film critic extraordinaire. How are you doing, baby? Good. Happy birthday!
6: Thank you. Thanks. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's been a year since we've really done this whole segment. So I, I'm know. So excited. I know. And I know. It's we're turning into an annual thing. I love very, it. I love yeah, it. So uh, the Critics
1: it. Choice Awards. When? When were they? Right ago. now, there's
6: so many things that are uh, like. someone like, What's
1: going on? I up? know. The Globes and the Emmys were sneaking
6: in, and yeah, because of strikes and everything. Yeah. So. Everyone's kind of catching up, but um, our Critics' Choice went off without a hitch, and that was a week ago. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, but we moved the venue, we were at the Fairmont. The year before in Los Angeles, right? Mm-hmm. But then we're in Santa Monica at the uh, Barker Hangar Theater. Uh, it's like this whole with planes and everything. So they even talked about that when someone's getting an They heard planes flying over. What? <laughs> and it's a hangar. Yeah, it's a it's an event space. Okay. With all these. Well, why planes. did they move it there? I'm just curious. Uh, because we could put everyone in the front room. There wasn't like a viewing room where a lot of the critics were in a different room. Oh. It's a huge space. Okay. And it was decked out and fun and well, Santa Monica is a fun place, yeah. Too, so. But yeah. you know, just a little different. It was yeah. challenging, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so
1: yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> who were the big winners and losers, and then we'll get
6: into the tea. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um. So they do a mix of television and movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So we're still catching up from the television thing. Mm-hmm. So so the the bear of course was big mm-hmm. and beef was big. Mm-hmm. You know, I found the beef with Allie and Steven who were super nice. Oh, um, I I love that, I love that, the they be- were great. beef. Beef. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. And then the movies, of course, the holdovers did well. Um we had we nominated Barbie more than any other you know, but she only took home one. But you know, same Greta thing that happened with the Golden
0: Globes. They yeah. were nominated for a lot. They didn't win much. much
6: I'm surprised the critics really latched on to Barbie as much as they did. Yeah. I mean, Oppenheimer, you can see that would be a big critical darling uh-huh. and stuff. And Robert Downey Jr. was. I heard. It. I got to see it yet. I'm, I'm still. Trying
0: yep. to find the three and a half hours. It's a long one. I, I mean, I, it's, it's not that I don't want to. It's just that every time we sit down, it's like, damn, oh, it's, it's nine thirty. We're not gonna, you know, we yeah. don't have. We gotta go yeah. to bed at some point. But we're right. gonna watch it this week. I hope. Yeah, you could watch that and colors of the Flower Moon. And, but, yeah, know? yes. <laughs> spend
6: three hours with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Lily Gladstone walked right up to me. Okay, yeah. and she has a train with two people holding her train up. You know, oh, in her dress. Oh yeah, sure. And she comes right to me. I love your suit. And just oh. talking to Whoa. me. Your suit. What's ta- what's your, uh, by I the way? Sears it suit. is cute. Cute. Tell us, cute. What's your suit? That's just—it's from a, a very high-fashion designer called Macy. <laughs> Macy's.
3: And um, they can be.
6: <laughs> and I, I got a lot of compliments. So well, that that's boosts. Great. You know when I'm nervous and I'm around all those fame, famous people. Yeah. It helps me to like, you know, get to, to lift the part. Yeah. People like, were. What are you wearing, me. Jerry? Y- yeah. And, you know, and then or I who took, are you wearing? I right. You I took say. a picture with that with that Jesse. So the guy that I took the photo with that you guys promoted. This yeah. Year with a suit. That's his suit is from Victor Luna from Project Runway. Oh, uh, and I was like, we're talking like, oh, I interviewed him, blah blah blah, and he is. So I didn't wait, know who, who he was. Who was that? Yeah, so his name's Jesse Pattison. He, I didn't know who he was. But we're just talking stuff. I looked him up on Instagram. He is from RuPaul's Drag Race. He's a pit crew guy, and he has oh, abs that you've never seen yeah. before, oh. yeah, and yeah, yeah. underneath that suit. And he was he was with Harvey. You saw underneath that suit. <laughs> I know. So we got to talk about well, that. And he was with Harvey Guy, and so I thought they were together. He's like, no, no, we're just really good friends. Uh-huh. But Harvey had this cool bow. You know, he's from um, you know, what we did in the shadows. Uh-huh. And so he had this big bow on his thing, and that's Christian Siriano designed his suit. So oh. There was a lot of Project Runway and designers and Of course. And, yes. Nice. So a lot of great fashion. Yeah. yeah. I love
1: that. So Oppenheimer yeah. walked away with the best picture. Best picture. picture. Yeah. yeah.
6: Yeah. So, I mean, I really enjoyed that film, you know, but it's it felt like it was released at the wrong time, right? Like, it's so early in the year Usually a lot of these films are towards, Later, the, yeah. you know, the fourth yeah. quarter or whatever. But, yeah, so... Uh, yeah. I don't know, then,
1: Summer, but see, summertime for me, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it usually is a little early for Oscar bait, mm-hmm. but I love going just to the movies in the summertime, mostly mm-hmm. just, like, to escape the heat. You know, sure. so it's one of those
6: things. So, oh, yeah. yeah I mean, it did well bouncing off Barbie. Barbie, I mean, yeah. Come yeah, on. the two of they them. They did that together, whole little... They- Cross promo no. thing.
0: I was surprised,
6: you know, the color purple didn't do better. That was, like, my phone. Well,
0: have people had a chance to see it? Well, That's it came what out Christmas I I, Christmas. Yeah, I mean... It's only, I mean, you know, the weather has been challenging. Christmas is busier every year. I, I just, I think you're almost better if you, because, mm-hmm. mm. like well, Scott said, come out in the summer, perhaps.
6: Yeah, but. I mean, I was disappointed that Oprah was disappointed in our food that we had there. Okay, yeah. everyone wants to know about the food. Yes. So it was, it was a boxed charcuterie, is what it was. I've never seen that before. Oh. But that, you know, the great like airlines. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I think for sanitary reasons, maybe it was boxed. I don't yeah. know. COVID. Um, an um, right, yeah. so it's got crackers, cheese, you know,
0: some some ham. And you what know. did you have in the past at this awards? So, so um,
6: oh gosh, some kind of bowl they had last. I mean, so what they did though, so they had the they had this box there. Yeah. So then, and then you could go out in the lobby where it was like. A big bar, and then they had Baja Fresh, so you could have as much Baja Fresh as you want. Okay. And a Cold Stone. And the Cold Stone line is forever. Of course. course. Yeah, so you couldn't get that. like likes ice cream. Right. But everybody's like, well, maybe I'll have sprinkles. I don't know. And I'm like, we, we got a short break. we got to get back. Right. Um, and then they gave us this weird pizza in a um, bag, and it was like vegan pizza, like not even pepperoni. And so Oprah did not like that. She was not happy with that. How did you know? know? Uh, she talked about it publicly. Oh, yeah, it was
1: okay.
2: um,
0: I wasn't at her table. I was hoping there was a scoop. But she <laughs> yeah. went up right up to said, "I don't like that vegan pizza no. in a bag, Jerry Nunn. <laughs> I just, what are we to gonna her. do
6: about that? And I knew Oprah would leave right after her speech. Like you know, she flies away in a jet. Yeah, sure. so um,
1: yeah, we call it the mobile. She lives
6: there. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, it yeah. was <laughs> like, cause, yeah, I got to. Uh, my friend wrote The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks so I was able to go to the HBO premiere of that oh yeah yeah girl my whole objective was to smell Oprah Winfrey I just Uh wanted to be Liz Lemon on that plane Uh do you remember that episode of 30 Rock where Uh where Oprah's on it and she's like oh my god it's happening and she smelled. that's what I wanted to do Uh and she was right behind me and as I turned around she became six deep Mm -hmm. by people and Mm -hmm. that's what I call the Mobile. and Mm -hmm. she just kind of moved back to a private thing so Mm -hmm. I ate her Mm -hmm. shishito peppers
6: Mm -hmm. A well, Fantasia and them all went in. past me, like at the bathrooms, when you're at the bathrooms. So they had porta potties. So this doesn't sound glamorous at all. But yeah. But they had the nice porta potties from like Lollapalooza and air conditioning. Yeah, yeah. And so that's when you could kind of catch people, but you feel kind of weird. Like, you on know, the way, on the way in or out of the bathroom. Right. Like John Hams <laughs> waiting for his date. But he was really nice. I was like, I love Jim Mean Girls. What was his date? Anybody uh, you know?
0: No, some of okay. them. So, I don't know. so <laughs> it sounded like I'm looking a little bit here at this, the winners, the holdovers. And Oppenheimer seemed to really dominate the film category, with an exception of uh, Emma stone um yeah uh, some but, of i mean kind of, <laughs> yeah some of, i mean well yeah, you know, like stone I did, no stone.
6: I, I like her i like her i i felt like we we did too much of what the golden globes did and i wanted us to be outside the box i wanted us to get like coleman domingo yeah, from yeah, *Rustin* yeah. and and different other people that yeah. deserve some accolades Didn't you happen. know charles melton from may december just some different kind of You know, I thought it was a little too predictable. Yeah. Mm. And and I was talking to some of the other critics and how, you know, how we voted because we have a big percentage. Mm -hmm. So like an Oscar voter gets point point zero two percent there. That's how much their vote counts, because there's so many members for a critic's choice. We have like 600 members. So ours are point two percent. So we can really sway it. Like, you know, we have a lot of power in it. And I wish we had. Gone for other people that were different, you know. Like, yeah. And do you think so, the
0: Oscars will follow suit with the uh, Golden Globes and the Critics' Choice, and it'll uh, be all about Oppenheimer holdovers? I
6: think so, but I hope that they pick a few, oh, well, you they, know, they hopefully will. wild horses, yeah, on Tuesday.
0: So we'll see. What, what are, what's do you know what the uh, breakdown between men and women critics are at the at Critics' Choice? That's a good I'm question. Curious. We do have a Sophie Award that they you know gave to America
6: Ferrera for Barbie, so. Uh, they have their own kind of group in there, and they give out these Sophie Awards that are, you know, to honor women. So I, I asked because
0: I'm just Ken, Juan, mm-hmm. uh as opposed to what I was made for, which mm-hmm. is, you know, done by um, what's her name?
6: Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, thank she you. Right uh, who, <laughs> she darted right past me with he a security guard. Who what? She darted right past me with a security guard. And, guy, and uh, you know,
0: danced so. the night, but I'm just Ken. So I was wondering if that was the guys kind of flexing their muscle a little bit. Ah! but they, I'm just
6: kidding. I don't well, know. So Ryan, so Ryan Gosling was in a conference call the week before, and he's so good-looking in person, I can't even tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, And cute. so he... Um, but he was so great about honoring women, and mm-hmm. like, I'm not going to mansplain this movie to you or my part in it, and I really was impressed with that. Like, I just thought, wow, he really... I thought that was great. Yeah. You know, and it yeah, was Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So um and I thought America's speech was so great and honest and when she's like, you know, roll back the credits during critics choice because you know, she wanted she had it all written out and you know, she's like, Can you go back a little bit or go forward? and I just thought that was honest and great and things and she mentioned trans people and all kinds she's been a great she supporter. Is, I
0: love, love, mm-hmm. love her. I was saying last week she was on Colbert a couple weeks ago week before mm-hmm. last and she got an ovation so mm. long and so intense that when she sat down she was crying mm. sitting in the chair she was so moved mm-hmm. but she's so down to earth and she's an activist for for all the great causes that we believe in right. so you just want to root for an, an actor like uh, America for our, yes for absolutely
6: sure. yeah so and it was great moments like that like Her- the Harrison Ford mo- moment when he was up there what did he do talking, well he talked about how the industry is so much better than it used to be when mm. he started mm-hmm. and I thought that was important sure um, there were some great, and we love Chelsea handler doing her, yeah, of course. her. You, yeah. Oh my gosh great and not too mean and but good <laughs> good you know so we that was the second year we've had Chelsea and she might get a third Ooh. and so you know was she knows? the was she, she the host okay so she did a really really good intro and good thing you know and it just it's
0: wild all the celebrities that you know that came this year. I think they're just happy to be out and about. I think a lot of it is yeah, the pent up uh, from the last couple of years of nothing happening, and yeah. now it's all happening. And yeah,
6: and they're right. I mean, I'm telling you, they walked right past me like Margot Robbie and Jennifer Aniston, and like all these people. The Jodie Foster moment was oh yeah, I want
4: to hear about the Jodie
0: f- Foster moment?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah.
6: Hey, can <laughs> yeah. you stick around and oh, yeah. tell yeah. us yeah. about Let's the Jodie Foster f- moment? Cool. Well, hangover. why don't we take a little break? Uh, and when we come
1: back, there's more Jerry Nun than Nunn on the run, and his and, and the Jodie Foster story. <laughs> so uh, stick around. You're listening to Out Chicago. Right? right? right here on WCPT Heartland Signal.
4: This is Tanya Richard from Tanya's Take, Race, Culture, and the Culture of Race. And you are listening to Out Chicago WCPT.
1: And welcome back to Out Chicago. Scott Dove here, along with Ella Miller. Mm-hmm. And we are joined by Chicago's very own Nun on the Run, Jerry Nunn. Hello, giving hello, us hello, the hello, Spilling the tea of all the backstage stuff at the Critics' Choice
6: Awards. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, so Dish. What's what's up with Jody? Okay, so Jody, so so she walks up and she's right beside me um, with her partner, and she was talking some story about Jamie Lee Curtis. I think they're working on some project together. So it's weird to hear <laughs> their besties. Foster,
1: yes, but Jamie Lee Curtis and, and Jodie Foster are best are like best they,
6: friends. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So so she finishes talking, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" And then her partner was like, "Oh no, she's got to go." Alexandra Hedison. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of awkward but i was like oh well you know i'm working on a big lgbt ceremony for the critic's choice and you know, we're talking to Jody about possibly being an icon. So then they were really nice about oh, that. Cool. Yeah. Well, once so, they
0: knew who you were and what you were doing, yeah, you were, you I wasn't know. some
6: Jody stalker. Well, I mean, you have to be careful with. The stuff. Well, yeah, be yeah. careful with the so stalking then what? things. Yeah. 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 So, but so then they were nice, and then they kind of move on. So and then I look over, and there's Pedro Pascal. Oh, I, I love oh, that guy. Uh-huh. All in white, a vision in white uh-huh. with a white cat. Didn't he have like a white arm sling. Um, he was oh, there. Oh yeah, he was still. He's in a sling mm-hmm. right now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And then Matt Bone. Walks in with this blue suit on, and that guy is better looking in person. How is that possible? I don't know how it's possible. How I is, is that possible? It. I don't he, know is how he is so doesn't...
1: freaking dreamy. Yeah, that show, Fellow Travelers, <laughs> uh-huh. is so. Good yes. and so sexy,
6: yes. like super duper sexy
3: times. <laughs> I know. Like
6: it's amazing. Yes. Captured things on film we've never seen before. I know. Nice. put him in the back of the you know, bus. We've
1: seen it before. <laughs> we just haven't seen it on, on, like, All right. on, on, on like cable. <laughs> yes, you know? we have seen some. You of can that. definitely see something <laughs> like it.
6: But um he was kind of in the back of the bus. He was towards the back of the room. Uh-huh. That, you know, Matt, because you know it's more of a movie. There's definitely oh, right. levels, right? So of the movie course. people are all in front. Mm-hmm. But um but anyway, he's he's so great. Um so so yeah, so I if you go to the bathrooms, yeah. you could and those porta potties you could get a lot of stars, right? So I was in the bathroom. <laughs> that was a secret folks. Yes, hang out by the bathrooms. Seth Rogen and I were in the bathroom together, no one else in this little porta potty. Yeah. And of course you don't want to ask for a photo like in the bathroom. And no. then we're out in the parking lot, like it's in a lot behind there. And so he's just wanting to go home. He has been overserved. I probably have some tequila. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Who knows? Do they
0: serve booze at this?
6: Yeah, they had bottles of tequila bottle at our. Was, yes. Oh, at every table. someone's plus one was stealing the bottles off the table. Of course. Oh they no. Were. Yeah, this is a Malagro sponsor. It's not, you know, a moment to take it home. Um, but I don't drink, so I didn't touch our bottles. Right, right. Have right. Um, so anyway, so he had. So he was just like trying to get out, and the security guards are like, "Well, you know, you go back in." And so he goes back in, and he trips over the step and repeat, like the Critics' Choice step and repeat yeah. backdrop, over one of those sandbags. Oh. Oh, no. And everyone's like, oh my God, Seth. And then we got him out of there. He just wanted to go home. It was just a long night, I before guess. Before it was him. over? Yes. A lot of people left before it was over mm-hmm. because people just wrap it up. You know, luckily Kieran Culkin hung out with the critics, took photos. He was great. Was a big he? winner for the night. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he happening winning everything. Every. Word, so think. fun. I was the last photo for him and he's out. You know? Yeah, And then it's all dark out there. Everyone's trying to leave because they didn't really have an after party for us like Netflix. Yeah, yeah. You know, they did one a few years ago. Um, so I'm walking out with and you know how I was walking out behind was that Carrie Russell and her date. And yeah. I, did, I, were, I didn't know she was with that Matthew Reese guy. And I interviewed him a long time ago. I would have totally been comfortable going up to him. But it's dark on the parking lot. You don't want to take oh, yeah, pictures no, just, out there. And
1: you don't want to also be like yeah. It'd be creepy. It'd be like, "Hi." Yeah. Hey, yeah.
0: Last minute. Last minute. Hey, hey how are you? Tempting, but yeah. But it was fun. it was fun. That, although although
1: know. a handsome man in a floral suit I think would be maybe, uh, maybe, you know.
6: but maybe not a good luck. There we So, go. <laughs> but I did say goodbye to Charles Melton from May December. He was great. Um You know the whole the whole thing the whole experience was so crazy from the get go. I had my luggage with me because I was going to my friend's house after, Uh so I was trying to find a place to stash that. I had to stash it under a table. (laughs) Lenny Kravitz is walking by. You know, you're just like awkward. I can't go in until I get rid of my luggage. Right. right? I had to leave it in like someone's trunk. So, but then I got to walk in with Robert De Niro, who is his same old self. Sure, you know, his pesky yeah. And so, it was just a great from the start to the end. It was so much fun, Oh, sounds you know. Like it. Yeah, you
1: gotta I, love that.
6: Said hi to the fans. I mean, you could really talk to whoever you wanted to. People were great. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a lot of bad stories, really. Well, much. that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like Bill Hanner told me he, he's like, if I take a photo with you, I have to take it with all these people, and I totally got that. Mm-hmm. And was I was like, he
0: I, with the star of Beef. They didn't walk. To, I didn't know they were together yeah. until after I saw the Emmys. With Ali, he's with Ali. He's with Ali. Who is Ali Wong? Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Ali I,
6: like, from Barry.
1: No, no, no. I know you're saying. Yeah. I know. I'm talking so fast. <laughs> you're just talking really fast. <laughs> <laughs> who is who's with with and together? What? Okay, so Ali Wong yeah. and Bill Hader are dating. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't
0: know it either. All right. but, Well, there we go. Oh. We didn't know till the Emmys. I saw them sitting next to each other, and I started googling, and they oh. were together, and they cooled it. Now they're back together. God.
6: They hanging out. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, they were very separate at this show. Like, uh-huh. I didn't notice you didn't Well, you know, around. you kind
1: of want to also let people, you know, want the relationship to overshadow the mm-hmm. work, Damn. you know?
6: Yeah, but Allie's coming to Chicago Theater you know, in a few months, so I was like, I'm going to come see your show in Chicago. She's like, oh my gosh, thank you. What's you know, she coming
0: for. for? Stand-up. Stand-up, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's a stand-up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. She's great. <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved that. her in Beef. I'm happy she's winning all the yeah. awards. And Steven
6: was very nice for yeah, he's, his level of yeah, he's great how he's doing and I'm so happy for him. Oh, and, yeah,
1: yeah. What was yeah. that um, oh, that beautiful, beautiful film that Steven Young was in. Oh, 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 oh! The, was that the the
0: kid? The then, one in
1: Arkansas? They were in yeah, Arkansas. They built a were house farmers. The house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Ooh, yes. No, oh. something about it was like a weed that they and they and then grandma came in and they grew it. They grew it. Was it, it. A, the, a
0: driveway? No, or, no. No, 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 I can't remember.
1: I'll look it up. It was um, great.
0: Mm-hmm. But it was oh, yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I love him. But also this uh this past this week, uh-huh. along with the Critics Choice Awards, yeah. was also the Emmys mm-hmm. for twenty twenty two. Yes, because we because of the strike mm-hmm. between the writers and the actors, they could not have the Emmys, and you know Hollywood loves to throw a party right. to celebrate itself, mm-hmm. um, and they. Um, they did.
6: Yeah, they did a lot of <laughs> retro stuff, which is great. They yeah. did. You know, they had all these different sets of all the, and a lot of people reunited, and it was very different. I kind of liked that they did that. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people thought that they should have just not done the Emmys because it's from the year before, and people have.
0: You know, yeah, it's like the, the second ep, uh, season of the Bears already come and gone, but they right. were, did in the first. It was Minari, was the name of that. Uh, Minari. Oh, Minari, thank you so yeah. much. My, really my crack production uh, thank director you, from home. Thank <laughs> you, sweetie. There you go. There, you there go. we are. But
6: yeah, so like the, the Bear, like the that Jeremy guy was so great. I mean, he's really good in Iron Claw if you see that. Yeah, but he the, was good. Yeah. Uh, he's always really, really okay, good. Okay, I
1: can't, <laughs> I'm worried about seeing Iron Claw just because of Zach Efron's face. <laughs> what is? What has happened to him? What has he done? He's very swollen. He's
6: huh? very done
1: something. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's done something. Yeah. He's
6: all like veins and big bulky. But like he oh. did,
1: but he had something happen to like he did like a jaw implant
6: or uh-huh. something. No. Oh. <gasps> Uh-huh. Google it. Okay. He, yeah. he was so such sorry. a cute cute little like, you know, we're yeah. all in this together. I interviewed Disney. him in person for that DJ movie and his eyes are so sparkly, I'll never forget. Of his course. Eyes. But he's he's Aww. talented. It's a it's a really good film. It's just got kinda there's too much going on. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, but is good. Um so um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying I'm trying to look at the um
1: there, I find the whole list of the the awards oh for, for the Emmys yeah uh, for the Emmys uh, Plastic
0: Surgeon says what went wrong with Zac Efron's is, face see, I'm oh, telling no, you there's something
1: weird mm. there's something weird about Hollywood that now even the men are feeling this weird pressure to yeah. like remain young to mm. look a certain way mm-hmm. there's I think you know Ryan Gosling doesn't help mm-hmm. with his, you know, Photoshopped, I keep going back to that movie <laughs> with Emma Stone, like, are you Photoshopped? Mm-hmm. Like, that mm-hmm. whole thing. But there's mm-hmm. very much a pressure of the appearance, and Zac Efron is kind of like, mm-hmm. he kind of went the way of Meg Ryan.
6: Mm-hmm. So sorry. Mm-hmm. You know? Meg Ryan was at the that the correct choice. Was yeah. she? Yeah. Oh, to Has, her has her she now. relaxed? Yeah, she to, seemed in a good place. I don't, I don't know. No, I mean, her face. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Mm. I mean, that
0: so petty. Yeah, so back. Emmy, uh, I've got the Emmys up. Who are you, uh, just? It was a lot. It was a it's like the same thing that's know. going on. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird
1: mm-hmm. with all of these shows. But I am super duper happy that the bear uh, is mm-hmm. getting recogni- uh, recognition. Yeah. I yeah. love that show, especially a show that is shot here in Chicago. Yeah. We mentioned last week that uh, Pascal Rednicky Casting actually got mm-hmm. an Emmy Award mm-hmm. for oh. their casting. Yeah. Which yeah. is like, it's it's great, and they mm-hmm. employ a lot of
0: Chicago actors. And Chris actors. Story, yeah. he's from Park Ridge. You Ooh. know, we were at a dinner party last night. They, you know, people know him for years. You know, That's he's awesome. a local. Uh, yeah, and you. Nobody has really, I think, captured Chicago like the Bear has, right. really, in, in any in recent so memory. So
6: amazing, and so and I asked Jeremy. I said, "Did you is Chicago treating you well?" And blah blah. blah. He loves it. Doesn't yeah, he? he
0: said it's been great. Yeah, yeah,
6: he was he was really great. And
0: they're here in the winter doing it. They're here in the worst. You know, they're here last week and mm-hmm.
6: last, you know. well. Everyone talks about Jamie Lee Curtis in the second season, but yeah. see that's not eligible.
0: Not yet. Not so yet. that's why. So people are very. I know confused. because we're like I said, <laughs> the second season already come and gone, and we're giving awards for the first season. But right, right. this is still the pandemic. Uh, hangover that we're dealing with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And yeah. Uh, you know, dragway. It was very, very, um, inclusive, very inclusive, very diverse. yes mm-hmm. uh, And RuPaul again mm-hmm. got an Emmy, uh, and I believe the whole show itself got an Emmy. And Glad,
0: mm-hmm. the uh, Glad, got a special governor's award. Mm.
1: Here's the deal, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm confessing this right now, I didn't watch it, yeah, because it, it, I forgot. Would have liked it. It was I know good. I would have liked it, but I forgot to set my DVR, I had to work. I know you did. And mm-hmm. I didn't know, um, I forgot, because it's never on in January, it's always on in mm-hmm. September. A lot of people mm-hmm. were caught off
0: guard, they're yeah. watching football instead. But yeah, Glad got an award, RuPaul was up there. Lucy Nash uh, did a great yeah, yeah, I mean there was a, a uh, lot of gay, lesbian, non-binary, yes. Glad right. getting the award. I felt like it was just a fantastic Emmy when it comes to uh, diversity and, and the winners. And, and
6: that's what I'm frustrated with, with Craig's Choice, that it's not diverse enough. So that's mm-hmm. why I really want to do, I'm excited about doing a ceremony this summer where we can just highlight LGBT actors on Is that what TV we're hoping movies. to,
0: or is that happening?
6: That's what I created. I'm yeah, working yeah. on it right So wow. tell us a little bit more yeah, about that. Yeah, so it's under, we're still working out. We had to postpone it from last year mm-hmm. because we want it to be in person. And I took gender out of all the categories. I'm like, this is what we're going to do, and we're going to. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't want straight people getting awards. I'm, they can present it to someone else, so that's what I'm working on. I want to do. I'm doing the music for it. I'm doing, oh. and we're like, we're gonna have a dance party after, okay. you know? and so we're gonna have a great time and really just have a special night. And so,
1: what is the full title of the evening?
6: It'll be like I mean, it's our celebration. So, in the Critics Choice, we've done individual, okay, so, but it
1: is within the Critics Choice Association. Yes. Sorry, and just going be... back to frame it. So, mm-hmm. within the Critics Choice Association, there's going to be a special event. Yes, specifically for the LGBTQ folks within right. the
6: entertainment here industry here in exactly. Chicago, not in Chicago, oh. in LA. In LA, so LA. okay. Most likely be at the Fairmont. Um, we're getting everything worked out for June first. We're doing it early in Pride Month.
0: Oh, um, that's um, soon before you know it. Yeah, well,
6: yes, I got to get my meeting started, and <laughs> we <laughs> have to get Tic-tac, so it's a Let's big, go. it's a three hundred thousand dollars ceremony. That's called. It's a celebrate. It's called Celebrations of the LGBTQ. Uh-huh. Oh, that's fabulous. But, th- but we've done it for you know Black, Latino, and Asians already, and. I I was like, "Where's my ceremony?" I went to the president and said, "And he's like, start it." And so I started Should a whole group.
0: Scott and I do our show from there. We'll we fly could. out. And we'll to yeah. L.A. You're, you're welcome
6: to. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah, I can Let's connect you that. with the PR people and see if you get, you know, we love Slate PR. We'll be probably doing that, all that. So I'm excited about it, and we already had people already set. So like. People like Wanda Sykes and and um, Niecy Nash and all these different love people them, and them. the RuPaul people and the We're Here people and mm-hmm. the Queer Eye people, but it depends on timing, right? Yeah. So right. It's going to be depending on what we're they're doing projects and what people are going to buy tables. Get those
0: invites out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. yeah so that's what we're working on.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, just a quick look. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, Niecy Nash bets uh, mm-hmm. she won uh, Best Supporting Actress in a, a Limited f- f- TV Show. She went for Dahmer. Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Um, and. She was amazing mm-hmm. and she gave a really, really beautiful speech. But the thing that I liked better than her speech was actually the clip that she uh, was in the press room uh, afterwards oh, okay. when they asked her, like, because she thanked her wife. Of course, she thanked her her family, but she thanked herself. Yeah. <laughs> and they asked her, why? Why do you why did you thank yourself? And this was her response. And I found it very, very uplifting and motivating.
4: I'm the only one who knows what it costs me. I'm the only one who knows how many nights I cried because I couldn't be seen for a certain type of role. I'm the one who knows what it's like to go through divorce on camera and still have to pull up and show out and you still got to go home and you have children and a whole life. And so I'm proud of myself. I'm proud that I did something that people said I could not do because I believed in me. And sometimes people don't believe in themselves. And I hope my speech was a delicious invitation for people to do just that.
0: Amen believe in to that. yourself
4: and congratulate yourself. Sometimes you got to encourage what? Yourself. And that's why it's not called mama esteem, them esteem, us esteem. It's called self esteem because nobody got to believe it but you.
1: So yeah, I you know Beautiful. yes, come on. Yeah, yes. that was delicious. It was amazing, <laughs> and she like she she really just it, it's something you know. I was having kind of a, a low
6: moment mostly mm-hmm. because it was so freaking cold, mm-hmm. and to hear
1: that mm-hmm. you know really is like it's, it's just boring. Cool. It,
6: it really is. Yeah, and she's in a new film called Origin. So I encourage you to see that. She's really oh, good the Ava again. Burning. Yes. Uh, okay. So mm-hmm. that's coming out soon. And, yep, yep, and, yep. Yep. Yeah.
1: Well hey, I'm super duper excited and I wanna thank you, Jerry Nunn, yeah, for coming yeah. in today. Thank you. Giving us all the, the, the my backstage tea that's going uh-huh. on here. Uh I also want to thank uh Basil Twist for uh joining us uh, earlier Indeed. in the show. Thanks for sure the Chicago International Puppet Theater Festival is going on through the twenty eighth, so go check that out. Devin, thank you so much for all that you do. Paul. Okay, Paul, there we he did, he did thing. It. <laughs> I do. <did. laughs> <laughs> Love Paul. Uh, Ellen Miller, I'm so glad that you got here safe and sound.
0: I am, too. And I'm going to be off the next two you weeks on my off. blues cruise. Yeah, I'm going to miss gonna you guys. Be, I know we're going to miss you. I'll see you in three weeks. I, I know. I'll
1: see you, in a, yeah, see you sometime in February.
0: Yeah, I'll see you in February. Yeah,
1: there we go. Yeah. Uh, enjoy your time. Thank you. Uh, there we go. And I'm Scott Duff. And until next week, stay proud. Stay proud. proud.